Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning, Real Presence Radio fans. This is Father Richard Kunz along with Cindy Jennings coming to you from the most beautiful place on the planet Earth in the month of August. That would be Duluth, Minnesota. And we are here for another edition of Real Presence Live. And as always, we are going to start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, be with us this morning. We pray that you may inspire our guests and inspire our listeners most of all to always do everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. In the name Amen. of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, Cindy. Good morning, Father. How are you? I'm, I'm doing well. It's, it's a good day. It is? Why? It's going to be a good day. I don't know, because it's August 1st. <laughs> I, I've had a black cloud. I've, I have a black cloud on me today. It's not been a good day for me so far, and I know it's early, but uh, things can turn around, but I'm hoping with this show it turns around. That's why I was trying to be more positive, right? Because we were just talking, so About August 1st stuff. is going to be... Well, you know, I like today's feast day. Oh. Cindy, do you know who that is? I don't. St. Eliphonsus de Liguori. Oh my gosh, I've never heard of that. Saint. What? He's a doctor of the church. Okay, we're ah! going to stop right there. I don't want to embarrass you. Ah! So uh, so anyhow, without further ado, we're going to go right to our guest. So our first guest on this beautiful morning here in Duluth, Minnesota, is in Sioux Falls. She, she's missing out on Duluth. So this is Jan Fetrol. Jan, are you there with us? I most certainly am. Good morning. Jan, why don't you say a little bit about yourself? Just kind of like introduce yourself to the possible 4 million people that are listening to us right now. All right. Well, good morning, 4 million people. And uh, <laughs> yeah, my name is Jan Fetchel, and I'm with the Catholic Community Foundation for Eastern South Dakota. I'm based out of Sioux Falls. And um, I, uh, um, I am the kind of the fundraising arm um, for events of the foundation, and um, I uh, plan eight events throughout the year. They're called the Bishop's Charity Events, and I'm here today to talk about one of them. Wow. So uh, do you have, well, before we talk about which one we're talking about, so um, do you have a lot of, how long, first off, how how long have you been doing this for? I am entering into my um, ninth year. Wow, okay, because it takes a little bit of a knack to do fundraising, right? Yeah, it and does. with and with with big events, it's just like a lot of busy work too. You have to get a lot of people right, to help you out. Right. So, yes. Yes. And we're we're into the last week before the big event, and so it's pretty crazy around here. I'm pretty sure I've had you on the air with me before, Jan. I'm just guessing. Probably. <laughs> All right. Okay. So anyhow, so Jan, tell us about the event that's coming up. Okay, our event that's coming up is called Taste the Goodness, and it's going to be held this weekend, Saturday, August sixth. From five to nine p.m. and it's uh, it's an outdoor event downtown Sioux Falls, under tents, in a huge parking lot, and um, yeah, that's our um, uh, it's 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 a relatively new event. It's in its ninth year. So if you do the math, you can probably figure that uh, I brought this event uh-huh. to the table. Yeah, yeah, and um, it's a tasting opportunity, and I really emphasize. The word tasting, um, we bring together vendors from all over the region um, to showcase um, foods. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of great 
great restaurants and food trucks and all kinds of great things, and they all like to, to have that opportunity to showcase what they, what they have. And so we bring in a lot of uh, foods as well as we do, um, we have a lot of uh, microbreweries in the area, so we bring in craft beers and wines and um, just a few bourbons, and uh, um, and then it's a huge silent auction, and we have a super fun dunk tank that we have a lot of great uh, local celebrities in this year, so um, <laughs> check that out on Facebook if, you, if you're curious who's in the dunk tank. And uh, music, and, and above all, it's just great fellowship. Um, uh, everyone that comes is having a great time. They're interacting. They're seeing their, their friends that they haven't seen for a while and just hanging out. And, of course, all the kids are coming, too, right? No. Ooh, I threw, <laughs> that, out. I threw that out there to you. I just wanted to hear what yeah. you were going to say. Yeah, yeah. No, um, uh, by... Um, uh, by Choice, we have decided to keep this a 21 and event, a 21 and older event, um, because there is um, alcohol being served on the premises, and um, we just don't want to take that that risk. And so, um, yeah, it's just a it's a great date night. It's a it's a multi generational event where we see people in their 20s with their parents that are in their 40s and their grandparents that are in their 70s and uh, it's just a super super fun gathering so i just want you to know jan that if i came you would have to check my id anyhow go ahead cindy's got a question go ahead cindy. What's your question? <laughs> today is a wish day he wishes uh no i was wondering just you know with it being go since it's been going for nine years how have the numbers increased every year um how's the turnout yeah. Yes, it continues to grow. Um, it's, uh, it, I think it grows based on word of mouth. People come and they're like, oh, my gosh, I never knew this event existed, and um, I didn't know how much fun this would be. And uh, um, so they tell their friends, and the next year they bring their friends, and, uh, yeah, it's been growing every year. We're anticipating um, hopefully around, um, you know, between eight, 900,000 oh. people to come. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. So do you have yeah. do you have a goal, a fundraising goal for the event? We do, um, and um, uh, the the beneficiary for this event is the um, Bishop Dudley Hospitality House, which is the homeless shelter here in Sioux Falls, and um, it's uh, we hope to raise in the end. Um, uh, we hope to raise a lot of money. Let me just put it that way. Mm. Um, it's it's. Uh, um, we have great sponsors that are, are supporting the event, and our silent auction does um, just brings in a lot of great revenue. Um, our tickets are extremely reasonably priced um, just to get people to come and get out and uh, have fun with their friends. Is there, a, is, there a web, is there a website that people can get more information? Yes, yes, ccfesd. Dot org and that's Catholic Community Foundation for Eastern South Dakota. Um, if you just Google it, and then um, under our events tab on our website, you will find Taste the Goodness, and you you can get your tickets. What are what are some of the uh, um, what are the silent auction items that you see that are sound look like most exciting right now? Oh, it's uh, we've got so many fun ones. Um, uh, every year we do uh, a, a evening dinner with our bishop, Bishop Donald DeGrood, and that's always a very popular um, bid-on item to spend the, 
been a, a great evening um, in fellowship. And um, all the way to, like, we have a sauna on the auction, um, a Blackstone Grill. We've got um, flowers, paintings, and uh, we've just got a lot of really great stuff. Yeah, quite and it's variety. all, oh. if you go to our website, yeah. you can find um, a link to view our auction items. And the beauty is, because it's mobile bidding, um, you don't have to be here. You don't have to attend the event um, to be able to bid on and purchase the items. And there's also opportunities to do what we call fund a need, and that's just supporting specific needs that the um, the Bishop of the Hospitality House has. And uh, so if you don't want to buy um, an auction item, um, you, you can still support through the, the fund a need. That's very exciting. We had a one of our last fundraisers, we had a bishop. Uh, what was it? Cigars with a bishop or something? Oh, yeah, <laughs> it was like bourbon cigars. And cigars or something. Oh like my that. goodness! That it sold ended for up a lot. Did, yeah, and then yeah. they ended up doing it twice because twice. there was two people bidding on it. Right, right. So Jan, ah, just say, say, what is the Catholic Community Foundation? The Catholic Community Foundation is a. Um, the foundation exists um, uh, to help people. Um, you know, get, draw closer to God and come to realization that all we have is a gift from God. And um, uh, it's incumbent upon us to um, consider returning those items to God. And um, so we help people essentially, um, you know, uh, uh, explore the opportunities to to give and to set up um, wills and estate plans and... Um, uh, is it actually part of, is it part of the diocese? I mean, is it actually it is not. It's a separate entity of the diocese. Um, we the monies that we raise are for the ministries and that um, the diocese supports. So we raise raise those dollars and um, through, like for example, through endowments, um, those distributions will help support the different ministries that the diocese um, provides to our the diocesan staff provide to our diocese. What are, uh, I mean, maybe getting ahead of ourselves, we get got a few minutes here before our first break, but so this this big one's coming up here now, shortly, and what, mm-hmm. what what's mm-hmm. the date of it? What's it is the, this Saturday. This coming Saturday. Um, so what are, some, what, are, what, are some, Saturday. what are some of the other big events that you guys do for community, especially you as a oh, fundraising events person? You bet. You bet. Our next event coming up is the Bishop's Cup, and that's in two weeks. Um, wow, you're And busy. it's a golf tournament. Yeah, yeah, it's a golf tournament played on two pristine um, golf courses here in Sioux Falls. And then it's followed by the Bishop's Charity Hunt, which is a, a pheasant hunt in central South Dakota. And then we have what we call the Notre Dame Football Experience and and Christmas at the Cathedral. Um, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of Christmas at the Cathedral, but it's worth Googling. And it's pretty amazing. And Does that um, happen in December? That happens in December, <laughs> and then yep, and then we flip to very good. Uh, we flip to Gift of Hope in February, and um, we do two fishing tournaments in June. Well, wow, there's a lot there. Let me ask you something because you've been doing yes. this for so long. Does it mm-hmm. get easier, or is it just as stressful with every event? Um, when you're you planning, know, we have, we have really really good checklists um but every year our financial goals increase and um so therefore it's it's seeking more sponsorship dollars and getting more attendees and and above all keeping the events fresh and um so people don't come to the same old event every year yeah so 
Um, I I try not to say that they're stressful, um, but they are busy. <laughs> Will you get to enjoy this event coming up on Saturday? A little oh, bit? my joy comes through seeing all the smiles and um, yeah, people just having a great time. So yeah. so does the so does the fundraising come from them buying these things? Or you so the tickets? Where, yes. Where's the funding coming from for this event primarily? Absolutely. Um, well, we um, are blessed with many great sponsors, and um, the tickets kind of, uh, uh, like I said, the tickets are a, a great value, and so um, it's a very affordable date night. And um, and then yes, the silent auction will bring in, um, you know, close to forty five thousand dollars. Oh and wow! So just for yeah, the silent yeah. auction. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wow. You bet. Where exa- yeah. Tell tell uh, listeners again exactly where this is going to be. You said under tents. So where are the tents going to be? You bet. It's it's downtown Sioux Falls on 11th Street, and it's the Avera, um, Avera Health um, IT building, and they have a huge parking lot. And so, yeah, it's, is that it's, where it's kind been of in the, the heart of Sioux Falls. Is that where it's been for the last eight years? Uh, actually, no, we've moved it a little bit. Um, it's only been downtown for the last four, f- five years. This is our fifth year downtown, outside. Otherwise, we were playing it safe by being indoors, but uh, the request came to take this outside, and uh, so people are really enjoying that. Yeah, no, that's good. You have to you have to enjoy the weather. We have so many long winters, and so getting outside for the summer for a great event like this is a great one, especially if you're talking about like beers and, and uh, drinks that are refreshing for a great summer evening. So we've been talking to Jan Fetrell about the ninth annual Taste of Goodness event from the Sioux Falls in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. She's from the Catholic Community Foundation, and we'll continue this conversation after this very quick break. Stay with us, please. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Thanks for listening to Real Presence Live. This is Father Richard Kunzlau with Cindy Jennings coming to you from the most beautiful place on the planet Earth in the month of August, and that would be Duluth, Minnesota. We're talking to Jan Fetrol about the ninth annual Taste of Goodness event in Sioux Falls. So, uh, Jan, uh, during the break, you were talking about the volunteers needed for such an event. Tell us a little bit about um, how many do you have? I mean, how many volunteers to make the uh, Taste of Goodness event a success? You bet. From start to finish, we have about 400 volunteers that um, help us in some way or another. The night of the event alone, we need several hundred um, just to serve um, serve the tastings and um, check people in, all those kind of really cool things. And so we are extremely blessed with volunteers. And if anybody's listening and thinking, hey, that sounds kind of cool, I'd like to volunteer, we welcome, welcome any and all um, volunteers. Just give us a call. So you could use some more. So are you guys like yeah. kind of well staffed now, but could use a few more or? Yeah, we could use maybe another ten or so. Ten? Uh, That's uh, nothing. You can get that. <laughs> yes, on exactly. the air, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> everybody, everybody, call. Um, yeah, you know we know how um, plans change. People um, last minute have to back out, and so we have a few spots that have opened up, and so yeah, we welcome more. You'd, uh, you know, this idea of um, alcohol tasting and stuff like that, you want to be careful that this is it's a Catholic event, right? You don't want to, like, over encourage people to overdo it. Absolutely. 
Absolutely, and that's very, very, very important to all of us, and we're very cognizant of that. And, um, again, um, the art of tastings of um, craft beers and wines has really evolved over the past couple of years, and um, it's a... It's truly an experience. Um, it's it's not about consumption. And I think that some people are thinking, oh, it's just a big keg party. Um, absolutely not. And um, we really regulate and monitor the amount of consumption. Our tasting glasses are purposefully little, and our tastes are like one-ounce pours. And so it really is truly a taste. And um, uh, so, yeah, nobody... Yeah. Uh, is encouraged to overindulge. Yeah, all. I did. Uh, I did some uh, a number of years ago. Years ago, I went down to, over to California for some wine tasting, and they just had you spit it out. Actually, you taste it and then you spit it out. Yeah. I thought that was a waste. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, oh they didn't God. make you spit it out, but that was kind of like the thing that they do. So, but anyhow, hopefully they won't be spitting around all over at the uh, taste of goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, so we Jan- kind of discourage that. <laughs> so, Jan, what is your all-time favorite Johnny Cash song? Oh, oh, it's, <laughs> um, well, uh, let me just say I'm not a Johnny Cash fan, but, um, Okay, this is I the end of the conversation, so this has been, this has been a good interview. Yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> There's that curveball. Uh, that's the curveball, and you, and, curveball, yeah. and Jan, you failed by saying that you're not a fan of Johnny Cash. <laughs> Yeah, she was just sorry. joking. Oh, if you're joking, that's fine. But there, there, there's a little bit extra time of purgatory for people that say stuff like that. So, but, uh, but on, on a serious level, Jan, why don't you tell us a little bit about the? Is it the Bishop Paul Dudley House? Is that the where the funds Bishop are going Dudley to? Hospitality House is, okay. is the name of the entity, and um, they are they are the most amazing individuals. Um, like they're, they're truly the angels walking around on earth. The staff there. Um, in 2022, they served 1,720 unique individuals coming through wow. their doors. Um, that's, a, that's a lot of, of individuals um, experiencing homelessness. And um, of, of those, they have, 40, have served 45 families and 112 children. When you say serve, so what, a, what, what are the services that the hospitality well, house does? It's a, it's a wide variety of services. Um, it's, it's considered an overnight emergency shelter, and um, they have separate sleeping areas for the men and women and families. And I'll get to the families um, in just a bit. You know, it's a shelter from the weather. Um, it's you know, supervised um, outdoor recreation space. Um, they, they serve lunches there, and um, individuals from the communities come in and help prepare and serve the lunch, so it's a great opportunity. Um, they, they do a lot of mental health counseling and, um, um, and addiction counseling. They help the individuals seek employment, um, which is really, really important. And, um, I guess it's a, it's a great collaborative community um, funded organization and um, mm. you know there there are their slogan if you will is open doors open arms and um, you know so they, they provide just a plethora of, of opportunities for individuals who are you know maybe some of them are short-term down on their luck and maybe you know they, they just need a little um, support and no. um, 
guidance. So I think, you know, I think that's a type of thing that when you think of great events like the Taste of Goodness that you guys are having, that it really is not only just to have a good time, it's also to really fund a really good cause. And if people enter into the event knowing that this is where the funds are going, hopefully a little bit more generosity will come out of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. You bet. Um, You know, it's always, you know, we want our guests to have a lot of fun, but we really, really want them to understand why they're there Mm -hmm. and um, the importance of what we're doing. And um, the Bishop Dudley Hospitality House is embarking on a new um, facility that um, will be uh, uh, their uh, center for families. And so they're going to take the family units out of the current shelter and move them to another building, uh, you know, like maybe a mile away from the existing one. And so the, the children... Um, have a different environment, and um, and they're just they're looking at opening that up by the end of the year, and so we're hoping that we can help them um, greatly through this event support their operation costs. So, does the taste of goodness each year go towards the same Bishop uh, Dudley Hospitality House? Does it always go to that? Yes, it has. Yes. Okay. Uh, the right. first couple of years it went to Broom Tree, which is a retreat center. Um, uh, but now it uh, has shifted to the Bishop of the Hospitality so you, House. So you say you do about eight events a year? Is mm-hmm. that what you said? So what, where are some of the other causes that you do for these events? Absolutely. Um, we support the Lourdes Center, which is um, uh, formerly known as our Catholic Family Services. And um, our fishing tournaments um, support seminarian education. <laughs> And um, which is so so very important, um, and uh, our go- upcoming golf tournament supports the um, uh, Room Tree, which is Room Tree Retreat Center, um, just located south uh, east southwest of Sioux Falls. And um, if you're not been to Broom Tree and you're thinking about doing a retreat, I really encourage you to check into that. Um, and then the Bishop's Hunt supports the. A Newman Catholic Campus Ministries, and then um, our football, Notre Dame football experience is another event that supports um, the Bishop Dudley Hospitality House, and then Christ's Cathedral um, supports the ongoing care and maintenance of our beautiful cathedral, as well as, um, again, the Bishop Dudley Hospitality House. I do, I do want to point out that the cathedral on Sioux Fall, in Sioux Falls is on Duluth Street. Oh. Yeah. It is. Yeah, they're, they're, all, they're always named after holy places. I, you need to know that. The streets that cathedrals are on are named after holy places. I just wanted to point that out. So, so, so you know, I mean, Jan. So, I'm, I'm kind of like a, I kind of like focus on fundraising a lot too in my, in my ministry, and so I, I kind of uh, can empathize with the fundraising aspect of what you do for a living. And, and sometimes it's, you know, you know, it's not a, it's not a bad idea to kind of pat yourself on the back. So, I, I'm just curious. If you have you ever looked back and say, okay, on an annual basis, what does the events I spearhead tend to gross? What, have you ever figured that out? What you do for the Catholic Community Foundation as far as like a yearly fundraising goal? Um, yeah, um, we do, and um, it's uh, it's it's like I said earlier, it's continuing to grow and expand, and um, we. I, I just want to give you the exact number. Um, we brought in a gross revenue of uh, 1.3 million wow. last wow. year, wow. and um, yeah, then netted out of that about 817 um, thousand. And um, 
So those dollars go to support all those uh, ministries that I shared earlier, and um, and that's that's really my why. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it can be long, tiring hours, mm-hmm. and but it's like we keep the focus on on why we do it, and uh, oh, that's great. Why wouldn't we do it? Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So, of the eight events that you do, it sounds like the one that you seemed at least most proud of is the the Christmas one at the cathedral. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a beautiful beautiful way to experience advent and prepare um, yourself for is is for one Christmas. of the is one of the events most successful um Christmas at Cathedral probably brings in the most revenue but it's six concerts oh, and oh, wow. um, over four days and uh, so yeah it's a it's a beautiful event and uh, people come from all over to experience Christmas at Cathedral so even um, uh, if you can dig out from Duluth um, in December, um, we really invite you to come down and experience Christmas at Cathedral. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a great event, especially with the, like, the Christmas yeah. music and, and all. That always puts people in the spirit. Absolutely. So, Jan, just mm-hmm. give us a little bit of a, a, a brief rundown in the last couple of minutes we have about what the Taste of Goodness is and how to get tickets. Absolutely. Um, again, Taste the Goodness is um, scheduled for Saturday, August 6th from 5 to 9 p.m. at downtown Sioux Falls. And you can get your tickets um, online at ccfesd.org. 